Welcome back to the Progressive Patriots. It's just me, just Leo. I've been left in the dust, but it's all right. We're going to get right to the news. It is Monday, January 29th. It is 1945. Uh, If at any point I say something messed up or like mistakenly or whatever, if I'm not lacking complete information, you can text me 833-LUXPOTS. Let's get into Mrs. Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Um, Now, it's no secret of me for for it to be known that I advocate strongly for uh, ceasefire in Palestine. Um, I've made that clear pretty much from the beginning as much as i tried to like defer talking about it it was fucking obvious that's what i was advocating for um now there i've noticed the efforts of some i don't not just in the media but also like figures people in positions of power positions of influence they've been trying to use their positions to try to synonymize calling for a ceasefire with being anti-Semitic. Calling for a ceasefire uh, means you're a Nazi. Calling for a ceasefire means um, you want to you want Israel to be destroyed. It's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Anybody who thinks that way is a fucking moron. And they're they are. I am more. I feel with a strong degree of certainty that they know. That's disingenuous. They don't actually believe that, but for them to keep the hold they have on media and public sentiment, that's that's the type of dichotomy that they have to create. And like the shit just took like a new turn, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse or any dumber than it already is. Uh, Mrs. Pelosi said this. Uh, like pretty much everything is this is all her words here uh for them to call for a ceasefire is mr putin's message mr putin's message make no mistake this is directly connected to what he would like to see (laughs) uh further she said further i think some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere some i think are connected to russia some financing should be investigated and i want to ask the fbi to investigate that uh wow that's um that's a good one that is a good one you know like so you're yeah it's um all of these protesters when people when when gaza has protesters they're they're not sending their best they're they're sending murderers and rapists and criminals and some i assume are good people right is that what i'm looking at here some of you might be just doing this and you're doing it spontaneously like you don't see something and all you you're just having a knee-jerk reaction you're not this isn't like something that's coming from the deepest recesses of your being because that would be a, a russian advocacy thing i don't know how this woman made that those connections i really don't but I did come up with this as a, uh, a sort of like a tit-for-tat kind of situation. So uh, I think some of these buys and sells are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected to inside information not available to the public. So, some trades should be investigated, and I want to ask the SEC to investigate that. Because this woman has made a fortune trading off of insider information. Now the the i'm not trying to like equate the violence in gaza to insider trading that's not i don't know if that's if that's any the kind of connection that you make based on me saying that it's not it's just more like this i don't know man like i'm not sure just one of those like look who like who the fuck are you to talk about morality number one uh you're a fucking slime ball two how how did you make that connection i really don't see it and i really don't want to hear the ludicrous 
gymnastics that it takes to put those together. <laughs> I could, I could, I could uh, probably throw something together, but it would be a, a wild stretch of the imagination because that's what it takes to link Russia to uh, wanting a ceasefire in Palestine. Uh, I, is it? Is it because like the because he sees fire in Ukraine? Like, is that what? Is that what she's thinking? Like, I'm not. Still, I don't know. Those aren't. They're not the same thing. <laughs> Calling for a ceasefire in Ukraine is absolutely, uh, like, would be to the benefit of Russia, but to <laughs> to say that that's not the same thing, though. Like, one of them isn't. It, whatever I'm not I'm not gonna give this woman more energy than she deserves but yeah I really would like to see the um, Securities and Exchanges Commission have a look at her portfolio um right so I was I had been holding off talking about the 2024 campaign to see what had came come of the Iowa caucus and then like, by the time I had time to sit down and put shit together, like, the New Hampshire primary was on the table. And, yeah, it just, it became, it was a compounding effect of, well, shit, now I gotta wait for this. Ah, uh, well, shit, now I don't have time. Now I gotta wait for this. Whatever. Uh, Nikki Haley's the only one left. Uh, no kidding. Um, she has vowed, made it, she was, she made it clear that she's not dropping out, even if she loses, loses South Carolina, which by all, by all objective measurements, she will. Um, the thing is that what has, something that's been interesting is that she has had her house swatted twice. Now, it in the off chance you don't know what that means it's having somebody fakes a, a, an emergency a crisis and they give your address and give your name and then the uh, a SWAT team rolls in and like fucks your shit up so um, that's happened to her twice I want to say around the new year period and um, I know she had her parents with her and her father passed away not too long after that. Yeah, I think they were, they were in their late 80s, so like the, it's not entirely a surprise, but could... And he was already in bad shape from, from what accounts I've read have said. Uh, it, it, to me, this is... It's... It's not... I, I don't know. Like, it, it's calling... The, like you're you're obviously you're making a false claim to the police which is a fucking waste of their time as much as I really don't like them as an institution still um to have to use them as the tool for you to terrorize and that's a very pointedly chosen word to terrorize this woman and her family it's really obvious that they're what it's Trump loving people trying to get her to drop out or, you know, quote unquote, punishing her for daring to stand against the leader, their actual, the, the true leader or whatever, how, whatever, the dear leader, I guess we could use if we want to start using that, it would not be too far off the mark. But yeah, um, it's just another continuation of domestic terrorism. Uh, using violence as a means to to as the catalyst for political change or deterring political change that's terrorism that's exactly what it is nikki haley is offering change she's offering po political change and they are there she is being physically assaulted um so she's being physically threatened that's what terrorism is. That's what it is. 
Uh, right, so it is, like I said, January 29th. Um, on the 6th will be the Nevada primary. Now, what? why is this... Why is this newsworthy? Simply put, Nevada used to have caucuses until 2021 when Nevada passed a law requiring that the that election that it be a primary election not a caucus um so for that reason on the 6th is the uh the nevada primary nikki haley will be on the primary ballot on february 8th is the nevada state republican caucus and nikki haley is not on the caucus she's not an option in the republican caucus in nevada uh, so, like I said in 2021, that uh, the state legislature, in it's, I think it was, it was to the benefit of both, uh, like people who believed the election lie, where the the election lie being that Trump uh, won because he didn't. Please, uh, dearest Trump ball suckers he lost he fucking lost okay facts don't care about your feelings i'm sorry i'm not sorry all right deal with it make peace with it because that shit happened anyway because so in part of the quote-unquote irregularities around the the whole 2021 or 2020 election situation the the nevada state uh, legislature passed this as a means of partly partly as a means of uh, protecting against any kind of irregularities that happen within caucuses because they do because caucuses are all the dumb shit that Republicans say happened in 2020 is exactly what happens at a caucus that's exactly what happens so I'm not sure uh, why we still do those but whatever if they want to go ahead not my problem uh, so Haley's not allowed on the the caucus uh, I don't know menu I guess I don't know and um, so she will be on the primary but if she wins it doesn't matter uh, state nominees like party nominations can only be uh, the process by which the nominee is determined is de that is decided by the party. So the state Republican Party wants to continue doing a caucus. So that's what's going to happen. And they're, they don't want Nikki Haley on it. So she doesn't get to be on it. If she has a problem with it, she takes it up with them, with the uh, Nevada Republican leadership. And naturally, the state is very cozy with uh the with team trump obviously because they're keeping Haley off of it off of the caucus i mean so there you go i'm not sure what they stand to gain from like be continuing with the primary thing but from what i've gathered uh Haley will not be traveling to nevada uh she's uh she's heading to her home state of south carolina where it sounds like the government apparatus, the very like very conservative, very Republican government apparatus, is behind uh, Trump. The senators, the state legislators, I think the current governor. So yeah. <laughs> um, before I get to the any all the Biden and Trump news that I have. I want to talk about the execution in Alabama that happened on the 25th. Um, as you might recall, I've been I've been mentioning this for some time that uh, this is something that was going to be coming to light, and uh, yeah, it did. The Supreme Court uh, pretty much said, "Fuck, we're not gonna li we're not listening to this." So 
whatever the lower court decides is what's happening. And, unfortunately for Mr. Kenneth Smith, he's dead. Um, he was executed by asphyxiation via pure nitrogen uh, pumped into a mask. Uh, some of his last words, I think his last words were, Tonight, Alabama caused humanity to take a step backward. Um, the execution began at 1953 local time, and he was declared dead 2025 local time. Oh, man. So, the woman that was murdered, uh, Elizabeth Sennett, that is he, uh, Kenneth Smith and some other goons, they were hired to murder her. So, uh, that's what the whole situation is but so she was murdered on march 18th 1988 at the age of 45 and let's see so uh so on march these are the words of the governor kid uh on march 18th 1988 45 year old elizabeth senate's life was brutally taken away from her by kenneth eugene smith after more than 30 years and attempt after attempt to game the system mr smith has answered for his horrendous crimes Again, that's Governor K. Ivey. Uh, this is from her son, Mike. Nothing that happened here today is going to bring mom back. It's a bittersweet day. We're not going to be jumping around, hooping and hollering, hooraying and all that. That's not for us. We're glad this day is over. Um, now, last bit here is... From it's a reverend named Jeff Hood. He was a uh, Kenneth Smith like spiritual counselor, right? Whatever that means. Um, so here were some of his like keywords that he noticed that the prison staff were visibly surprised at how bad this thing went. What we saw was minutes of someone struggling for their life. We saw minutes of someone heaving back and forth. We saw spit. We saw all sorts of stuff stuff from his mouth develop on the mask. We, we saw this mask tied to the gurney and him ripping at his head, him ripping his head forward over and over and over again. Um, yeah, so this, um, this, this bullshit of them them being like Alabama's higher courts and the and the federal courts that were where the appeal was heard saying like this is the this is a humane means of execution let me restate this is humane and execution that's a fucking oxymoron all right um this uh, this kind of went, I wasn't certain what would happen. Because I, I'm not a doctor, no shit, I don't know. I was, my, given that there's little I could do to stop this short of, like, breaking in and busting Kenneth Smith out of the gurney or whatever, I was hoping what would happen is that he, he just kind of, passes out you know and then just doesn't wake up apparently that's not what happened um he tried to hold his breath uh he did for a considerable amount of time and then the heaving uh was him trying to breathe but you know like the the air that he had access to was obviously not good enough for to sustain his life and yeah um i so it ended up going like you know that scene at the end of the first avatar movie where the main dude jake is in the the consciousness transporter module bed fucking thing <laughs> and at the end and then the 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 uh, the badass military dude with a scratch on his face. He busts the window open, and then like the way that uh, Jake starts sort of convulses, trying to breathe. And that's uh, apparently that's how it ended up going down. 
Tonight, Alabama costs humanity to take a step backward. I, nobody's disagreeing. This man is a piece of garbage. I don't think anybody's arguing that. But it's a matter of us not stooping to his level, which we did. Uh, man, yeah. I know this is the type of crime that people will point to and say, this is why we need it. And then I can... Um, it's real, I know it's not the best argument to use a slippery slope one, but I mean, it, it let's just for just as an analogy, Trump was impeached for very clear crimes the second time, right? Um, he was involved in January 6th. He he orchestrated it and refused to help stop it because it was to his benefit. So why would he? Um, now there are now Biden is being like there's an impeachment inquiry on Biden now for nothing nothing absolutely nothing it's it's just a matter of the appropriate political motivation to, to shift the scope or to expand the scope of what is included in that punishment. That's the problem that I have with this. It's not that Kenneth Smith fucking deserves to live. He fucking doesn't. Okay? I yeah, I I can't say that I know what they how they feel cuz I don't. Um it's a matter of like this is like the, the scope expanding by a politically motivated apparatus. That's what I mean. Um, let's fudge out, let's game out the worst worst case scenarios here. Um, right now, people who donate to Nikki Haley, they have been uh, excommunicated or exiled or excluded from, from like uh, the Trump... Uh, what the MAGA, MAGA family or whatever, the MAGA camp. So that's my, like, that's what I mean. Like, let's, so let's say that fucking clown gets elected again and he just refuses to leave office and uh, a legislative majority enables him to do so. A, a conservative majority in, in the court enables him to do so and then he just starts anything whatever he decides is worthy of execution becomes worthy of execution and that's it you oh did you oh you stole something well um you you committed the cardinal sin of uh stealing while being black you committed the cardinal sin of Stealing while being any shade of brown for not being white, basically. That's the type of shit that that guy uh, ultimately would like to see. And it's going to turn from, it's going to expand beyond criminals and just a matter of being undesirable. That's it. It's going to expand to that point where oh, you're a. Um, you you have a podcast that's not loyal to the party line. You're not uh, pledging loyalty to Trump on your show. Well, fucking execute him. Drag him out and shoot him on the street and leave him there as a message to everyone else. That's what it that's th that is to me worst case scenario of an of end state and I really don't think that is too too much of a stretch. I really don't. The dude, um, this whole his whole farce of a presidency was predicated on Obama making jokes about him, like he, Obama roasting him at the White House Correspondence Center. Like that was his. I think that to me, that to me was the that was the starting point. 
was like a black guy was making fun of me on TV and everyone saw it. He humiliated me. I was humiliated by a black guy. So there you go. I don't think it's a stretch. Oh boy. Um, here's a good one. Uh, the Department of Justice has uh, decided to sort of uh, give like they, they're giving like their stamp of approval on a um, on the New York State Attorney General's investigation and, and report on um, former governor. Oh, no, wait, ex-governor Andrew Cuomo. He was a. Um, sexually harassing female employees and anytime somebody spoke up he would uh retaliate have or just you know have some goons take care of it or whatever so the department of justice and they send a, a settlement to the current governor kathy holtrell to address misconduct and and uh, giving her the means to prevent further misconduct which includes the New York Executive Chamber Governor's Office expanding the Human Resources Group uh, creating creating avenues like anonymous means by which people can report high level officials of, of wrongdoing and of course fucking training yeah. <laughs> God. Cuomo you son of a bitch these people are gonna have to sit through cheesy fucking computer-based trainings. Um, let's see. His lawyer, Rita Glavin, I double-took when I saw that. I thought I was misspelling it. But I, I called her um, harassment enabler Rita Glavin. It, uh, yeah. This, this shit that he's saying right, that she's saying right here is the same shit that Vince McMahon is saying about hit the allegations against him. Um, did not, Governor Cuomo did not sexually harass anyone. The New York AG's report is deeply flawed, inaccurate, biased, and misleading. And pretty much exactly what Vince McMahon said. <laughs> I've been, uh, have you seen that stupid fucking mustache he has? Yeah, I've been calling him Vincenzo MacMonarelli. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> um, I really tried to read through this and I didn't find anything that was substantial. It's, it was this big read-up, write-up, and me a read-up of California oil production in California. California is basically cutting, they're fucking cutting that cord. The, those, the writing's been on the wall. Those companies have been pulling back, pulling out of the oil production, oil market, production market in California in particular. They've been pulling away for almost 30 years, according to the fucking report anyway. Um, so the only bit of relevant, I don't know, I want to say relevant information, but is it really, I don't know, um, is that California has the clean energy, green energy related employment is six times greater than fossil fuel related employment. So, uh, California's made its bed, and I, I think it's the right one. Not that anybody would have expected me to say otherwise, but yeah, they've made their choices, and we'll see how that turns out. With a within what is California's like the fourth largest economy on earth, or something. So that's uh pretty wild. I'm pretty sure they'll be fine. <laughs> uh, speaking of being fine. Medicare is going to continue negotiating uh, medication prices. 
Now they have selected 10 more. The cuts on prices will be the mandatory minimum is 25%. That's fucking cool. And but it could be up to 60, which I mean, fuck them, the pharmaceutical company. So um, make it mandatory 90%. Um, <laughs> the negotiated prices, uh, they so they're going to be over the next two years uh, and they go into effect. Uh, I think it's Q4 of 2025 fiscal year 2026 is when they take effect. Uh, I have the list of medications. There's a lot of names here, and I'm just going to say what they do. There are two for blood clotting, four for diabetes, uh, one for heart failure, one for autoimmune deficiencies, one for uh, cancer. There wasn't further information like what in particular or if it's any specific kind of cancer, and then one for arthritis. So I think there's another one for... Uh, what was it? It's like some kind of insulin or something. I don't know. Regardless, there's a lot of diabetes medications that are being included in this anyway. So there you go. Oh, do I want to hit that border shit? I don't know. Yeah, let's do that. That fucking fiasco. It, it's, uh, it's kind of odd. It uh, feels like a slap in the face to see uh, Biden going so hard to the right on something. But, I mean, it's political expedience. No shit. Election year. Um, he's, he's already... He's just unpopular in general, but just massively unpopular with conservatives like no fucking kidding <clears throat> he could say that ba killing babies is bad and then republicans would suddenly come out as pro baby death it's just what they do uh so this bill that's been when bipartisan is a fucking stretch because uh, it's pretty much everything that conservatives want short of putting like automated machine guns at the fucking border that's what well, the words from uh mr biden himself are what's been negotiated would if passed into law be the toughest and fairest set of reforms to secure the border we've ha ever had in our country uh, it would give me as president a new emergency authority to shut down the border when it becomes overwhelmed. And if given that authority, I would use it the day I signed the bill into law. Um, so what this bill does, among other things, it includes limits on how many asylums, how many cases of asylum will be approved and the authority to start automatically exp uh, deporting il um, illegal crossings if they um, if they exceed 4,000 people in one day uh, I think that's like a just a 124 hour period timer and then if it crosses 5,000 one day then the, like the deportations are mandatory just pick them up and chuck them back I guess Ports of entry are still open for asylum seekers, even if uh, the expulsion powers are in effect. So if, it, if let's say 5,000 people have illegally crossed in that day, people coming to ports of entry are still going to be allowed to petition for asylum. And... Um, but it's only up to 1.4 thousand a day. Now, across the entire southern border, that's a lot. That's not a lot of people for a large stretch of land. Uh, the asylum claims, it they have to be resolved in six months. So that is great. I, I, I feel like it is. I, my my uh, 
not lawyer brain says feels that it is but it's like the immigration claims take years if people get deported before their their cases are even heard so it's but this is for asylum so i guess it's a fucking different matter altogether uh, biden is looking for funding uh which uh what he's asking for in his words this includes an additional 1300 border patrol agents 375 immigration judges 1600 asylum officers and over 100 cutting edge inspection machines to help detect and stop fentanyl at our southern at our southwest border and uh so this is like everything that republicans could ever want you'd think right um i'm, I'm sure you've heard by now though that uh, Trump is calling this like the worst fucking bill ever garbage like, you know, no Republican would should ever agree to that like, man this was fucking written by like the most conservative Senate Republicans dude um, what more do you want and so his his claim is that don't sign this don't agree to this uh elect me and we'll get something better so you know uh, fuck Biden um, I'm going to fuck this bill hoping that I win and if I don't well then as long as Biden looks bad I don't care all this talk like all this talk that these fucking clowns say they want this and like the these are the things that they want and they're not willing to go ahead with it the speaker of the house uh mike fuckface has already said like if it comes to the house i will not bring it to the floor for a vote it's completely ridiculous uh but i mean what can you expect from maga mike right that's what they called him. That's what his little fuckboy friends called him. Anyway. All right. Biden Trump stuff. Making good on time here. <laughs> so, the among the cult, the Colorado group has already filed for a brief uh, with the Supreme Court. They filed a brief with the Supreme Court. The main Secretary of State, uh, Shannon Bellows, has also. Uh, appealed her situation to the Supreme Court. These are the two cases of keeping somewhat keeping Trump off the ballot. Um, what's I didn't know this, but the six of the six people that brought the Colorado case up are they are like pretty hardcore conservatives. They just fucking hate Trump. And they're like, well, look, the rules are right here. This guy is not qualified. He is disqualified because of this. He he tried to overthrow the government. He's not allowed to be a part of it anymore. Uh, I've been saying it. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on that team, I guess. Like that's those are the fucking rules, bitch. Maybe next time don't throw over try to overthrow the government. I don't know. I'm not an expert here, but the, the thing says don't try. Don't, people who try to overthrow the government are not allowed to run for federal office. Hmm. Maybe don't do that. But hey, what do I know? The words are right there. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, Washington had another case of somebody trying to disqualify Trump from their ballot. But the uh, their judge, Mary Sue Wilson, ruled against it. Uh, 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 uh. The oral arguments for the Colorado decision are on the 8th. So it's the same day as the uh, Nevada caucus. He'll probably be in Washington. Oh, man. Something that I wanted to note 
is uh, there's a couple of things that came out of some interview that with Trump uh, earlier in January. Yeah, he he knows who his vice president pick is. He he's been teasing that already. Uh, as by all accounts, well, just just me trying to read the tea leaves, it does look like it's going to be Rick Scott. All right. So, but what to me, what was more pressing out of that out of that interview? was um, when Trump basically reaffirmed all the shit he's already said uh, about specifically NATO and Europe in general and uh, making it clear that he's never going to help Europe ever if they're in trouble, like military, in any way, he's never going to help them. And uh, as it pertains to NATO, his words are... Depends if they treat us properly. Look, NATO has taken advantage of our country. The European countries took advantage. This, any, there is no amount of spending that we can do that would just out completely outpace the rest of the world. That's what alliances are for. Um, have they not kept up their end of the bargain? Not as bad as he's making it out to seem. Like they're, they're pro- their commitments, they're obligated to increase their own defense spending as a percentage of their GDP every so often. Every increment of years, they're supposed to increase it by, I think, like half a percent or something. And they're like two increments behind. So it's not entirely, that's not very accurate. Um, but uh, with, I think th- that a lot of European countries are starting to recognize the risk. Like what if Trump wins again? It's not going to be good for us. I think they've known that because they've been ramping up their own defense spending and their own interoperability as uh, NATO allies. I think I talked about the... um, I haven't talked about it, but the there's some NATO joint war exercises that they're doing, and the U.S. is playing a big part of it, wherein we... They are... They quickly as quickly as they can establish you know a, like a defensive line and then after x amount of time the u.s comes and um reinforces the line it's it's you know classic scenario like you guys just hold it hold it steady and we'll be there and we'll get there as soon as we can and it's not going to take too long so be ready and we need to make sure that we integrate as quickly as possible but I'll talk about that more on the next world episode. Um, let's see. Uh, this, like this, I think this was a big part of why uh, uh, General Mattis left the Trump administration. It was the way that he was acting with about NATO and other um, strong allies, mutual defense allies. So, like Australia is not NATO, no shit. South Korea is not. Japan is not, Philippines is not, but these are, and even Vietnam is not, but they're still major, major allies of ours. So it's, um, that it's this, it's the same thing that he does with everybody. It's just to a higher scale where if you are not licking my boots, then I don't like. I have no need for you. That's all I want is you need to fucking gas me up or whatever. I'll let you fall. <sighs> uh, speaking of falling, Trump himself ordered to pay eighty-three point three million dollars to um, E. Jean Carroll. I for the longest time 
did not know that it was a letter gene e gene i thought it was i thought that was the name but all right so the numbers are 18.3 in duress compensation 11 million in reputational damages 65 million in punitive damages uh a former president and rapist donald trump said our legal system is out of control and being used as a political weapon. This is not America. That was on uh, Truth Social, where he truthed that. <laughs> uh. Uh, so Eugene said afterwards, just immediately, and she, where she looked pretty elated, rightfully so, but... This is a great victory for every woman who stands up when she's been knocked down and a huge defeat for every bully who has tried to keep a woman down. Fucking get after it, girl. Uh, the previous jury or had already awarded uh, $5 million for in, in damages, but then uh, Trump continued to lie about it. And yeah, now he's on the hook for 83.3, which, and he's been, he's shut his fucking mouth ever since. It's been, it's just uh, one of those mm, Schadenfreude fucking chef kisses. Chef and Freud? Is that a good one? I think that's a good one. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's see. Um, former president and rapist Donald Trump is appealing this decision, naturally. Um, so this is from Trump attorney and uh, rapist enabler Alina Haba. His, yeah, uh, President Trump is leading in the polls. And now we see what you get in New York. It will not deter us. We will keep fighting. And I assure you, we didn't win today, but we will win. Hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe you should, uh, like, I, by her, by, uh, Miss Carol's accounts, she made it pretty clear she wasn't fucking interested. So, <laughs> now nah, I'm not sure, but I, I get every, every person's entitled to a defense, right? I, yes. Okay. I get it. I'm not, that's not why I call her rapist supporter. It's because she's obviously very clearly, if this was just a case of defense, like she was, she would say something like, this is not a great decision and we're going to appeal it. Um, but instead she's uh, parroting him that it's a, it's a political attack and other such stuff. Uh, but it's okay. Uh, former president and rapist Donald Trump. Yeah, this is like, that's the kind of number that it takes to shut him up. So I think if ever these kinds of cases come to light again, hopefully they're at this same level, if not greater. <laughs> the uh civil fraud case is that's just fantastic 250 mil that's what you get dude you, new york largest city ever what are you you really think that you're just gonna get to milk it and walk away especially when you go into the most high profile position in the nation of course your past dealings are gonna come to light the fuck do you think um, mm, mm, mm. party house. This is a fun one. So, the medical unit inside the White House had a an investigation that went from 2008 to 2020, uh, where it was just like a. I'm not sure what predicated the investigation. But the most adverse findings were from 2017 to 2019, where, you know, you know who was there at that time. And 
So uh, they, the White, White House Medical Unit provided prescription medications, which included, in a lot of cases, scheduled narcotics. And it w- they were given to people who were not eligible for those drugs, right? Um, they also purchased brand name medications, which ended up costing... Uh, dozens of times more. They were talking about this one, um, it's like a, a stimulant, ProVigil or something, and they got the brand ProVigil, which cost 55 times more than the generic pill. And the generic pill is almost $2,000. Uh, there are other cases like that, of uh, some medications of a generic costing something like almost a thousand dollars and the the name brand was something like 40 times more uh i didn't write all the examples down but those two stuck out to me the most like this is like your your fucking party party pill stash is uh, on the government dime it must be nice uh this, so like 2008 like this shit included the Obama years. So I don't want to hear this fucking witch hunt shit. Because the the prohibitive majority of the adverse findings were from 2017 to 2019. Uh, I don't want to fucking hear it. I really don't. Oh, one more thing. This one is on Mr. President... Mr. Guy, President Biden. He announced... This was, I think, like two weeks ago. Fuck. Where the hell have I been? But he announced that approximately $5 billion uh, will be, of student loans will be forgiven for um, about at 74,000 or more borrowers, many of whom have earned easements for 10 or more years in uh, as a teacher nurse or firefighter like somebody who a civil servant somebody who works in the public good and i really can't think of better more qualified people than that uh, how about you pay them extra you know reverse it pay pay give them more money <laughs> so the total amount of the easements are 136.6 billion for about 3.7 million people. So that's a lot. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that's going to be going right back into the fucking economy, dudes. So, wherever those people are, great. It's going to be a great time. That's what a, a lot of fucking morons can't seem to figure out. When you're putting the money back into people's wallets and they're going to spend it on stuff they need. Jesus. Fuck. How is this not? How do you not know that? <laughs> so the total amount of loans is 1.63 trillion for approximately 43.4 million people. Um, the, that increased uh, la- last year. It increased by 17 billion for 600,000 borrowers. So that's uh. That's pretty rapid growth, man. Like the the fucking pricing on public universities needs to needs to get that same kind of cap that uh, insulin got and other prescription drugs are about to get. All right, last thing. This one is in the boring but important section. Uh, it's a really quick one. It's just this one is regarding uh sanctions on countries and entities that are in russia and iran that participate in their you know wrongdoings so naturally they're sanctioned by the department of the treasury right but meta which owns facebook instagram fucking whatsapp uh threads and uh alphabet which owns google and the whole google suite of stuff they have been continuing to do business with sanctioned entities whether they be government or private 
So there's a the Senate Intelligence Committee chair is uh, starting to take up a public call to get the Department of the Treasury to make the those tech companies comply with sanctions with government sanctions which yeah you should <laughs> that's like one of the primary means by which they operate is that's what they did in 2016 dude fucking got mis disinformation through ads and shit on the internet so i really don't understand why why this is even a conversation but uh, let yeah, let's have the uh, Senate Intelligence Committee take that torch and run with it. It's yeah, it seems like tech are the few like of the few groups that just don't follow those rules that others have to. It's it's a uh, it's kind of uh, disturbing, but that's gonna do it for I think for today. Might be able to. Yeah, I think I should be able to get this out tonight. Well, let's see here. Let's get ourselves wrapped up. Huh. Okay, so I have other shows that you might want to check out. If you go to, in your browser of choice, lvxmedia.net, and there you'll see all the different options that we have. I have some cool sports calendars, fucking articles that get like press releases and stuff. So if you want to check that out, uh, mm -mm -mm. if you would like to, social media is LVX Media Net. Like same shit as the website, right? So have fun with that. Uh, if you would like to hit us up, um, to be honest with you, I, I, we, I. I, there is a Twitter account. I don't fucking use it because it's Twitter, you know? It's gross. I don't want to use it, so I don't. Um, threads. Like, damn it, I want to. It hasn't integrated well, despite being a meta platform. It doesn't integrate the same way with um, the same way Instagram and Facebook do. Like, you can't manage them all from one place like you can't, like those two can't manage threads like that but it's still there so if you want to check that out same name if you would like to get in touch um outside of social media where where uh i'd be less likely to reply than i would if you contact me directly uh if you go to progressivepatriots.us that is it's the same way going to lvxmedia.net and then going to progressive patriots but if you go to progressivepatriots.us it's direct uh, email contact form is there if you want to use that the phone number 833-LUXPODS uh, it's anonymous so if you don't tell me I don't know who you are I, I would prefer you did but you don't have to uh, you can text or you can call the call goes straight to voicemail and interacting with stuff on social media is very much appreciated and is very helpful uh, what helps the most is dropping a rating wherever you're listening um, hit me with a fiver if you could please it would be very much appreciated the if you're if it's not if you're not feeling a five you have my number let me know why not and uh, let me see I'm, I'm always open for some uh, constructive feedback so however I can make this a better experience for for everyone let me know um last thing uh, they uh, the first call was last Thursday unfortunately about the same time that uh, Kenneth Smith was being killed uh, but Last Thursday was the, the first call of the year for the group Common Defense. So nationwide veterans, progressive veterans, organizing kind of thing. Like for It's a political action group. Uh, if you want to get involved, meet with like-minded people. I am more than certain that wherever you might be in the U.S., there is at least one other common defense person nearby you. I'm, I'm, I say that with a strong degree of certainty. It's a fucking big group. Uh, all right, but if you want to do that, it's lvx.at slash cdef. Straight to the membership sign-up page. Um, if, when, you do, and they're, they're going to reach back out to you to kind of get an idea of you know what your where your passions are so they can uh, try to help group you up with the right people to pursue the things that you're most passionate about right environment uh immigration whatever the case is but 
So that is lux.at slash cdef, cdef, common defense. That's it. Text me if you got something. If I said something that was off the mark, please let me know. I'd be more than glad to correct myself. I will see you next time. Take it easy.